What's up, America? What's up, world? This is Pop Culture Spotlight. I am your esteemed host, Cameron McKinney. Pop Culture Spotlight is a podcast where I have conversations about the latest in pop culture, including TV, movies, actors that I admire, and much, much more. In this episode of Pop Culture Spotlight, I am spotlighting the career of comedian Adam Sandler, who I've been a big fan of for about a decade and a half now. I think most of us agree that young Sandler is the best Sandler, whether it's from Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, that's another Sandler classic that I think we all enjoy. I mean, early Sandler was just this young, brash guy who was super hilarious. His SNL, The Opera Man, my favorite SNL thing of all time, though, is the Hanukkah song. I worship Adam Sandler's ability to be a musician and make funny songs. I think that's an underrated aspect of the whole Sandler thing, is the fact that he can play a decent guitar. I'm not going to call him Jimi Hendrix up in here. But he he's a solid musician. There's a there's a SNL skit that's underrated where he he writes a song for Santa Claus. It's one of my favorite bits ever, the Lunch Lady song. Adam Sandler is just downright funny. But I the meaning the reason I'm having this podcast about Adam Sandler isn't to talk about how funny I think he is because I think that's well established by most people. I'm confused about where we are with Adam Sandler in the culture. Is he a guilty pleasure type of guy? Because his movies on Netflix that don't do well critically are watched by most of the masses. And yet it seems like most of the people I know make fun of the type of movies that Adam Sandler makes. I mean, somebody is watching these movies. In fact, lots of people are watching these movies. This guy was a mon- box office monster for a decade with movies that really weren't that good but had a few laughs. We have Mr. Deeds. We have Big Daddy. Big Daddy is so good. I love Big Daddy with Adam Sandler and the Sprouse Brothers. That is one of the... That's that's an hilarious movie, even though it's not plot-wise good. And Mr. Deeds is another one where it has its moments, and it's memorable. I think Adam Sandler knows what his kind of comedy is, and he knows that's not critically acclaimed comedy. That's not even comedies that's like Ghostbusters or Groundhog's Day. He's just a different kind of comedian. He's a man-child, and man-child don't get critically acclaimed movies made. I guess that's... The point that we're all missing here is that I don't think Adam Sandler wants to be critically loved, but I think the few times he is critically loved, it's been underrated for me. There are four movies in the Adam Sandler catalog that prove to me he is a really good actor. The first movie I thought to myself, man, there's something there with this guy other than all the funny. I would say The Wedding Singer. I think that's a good performance by Sandler as this deadbeat, unconfident wedding singer who's desperate to get back with his ex-wife and he sings a song. And That's such an un-Sandler-like character. I mean, the, the characters that most Sandler-like are like The Longest Yard, this guy who's like cocky, thinks he's the best football player ever. Happy Gilmore, he thinks he's a great golfer slash hockey player. Those are the Sandler characters we're so used to, and the Wedding Singer is so different. He's 
just an angry guy who hates life. And I think nobody could have played that character better than Adam Sandler at the time. I mean, it started his connection with Drew Barrymore. 50-50 is another decent Sandler movie. It's kind of not watchable for me at this point. I've seen it so many times. I've probably seen it 50 times. It's not my favorite Sandler movie, 50 First Dates. But The Wedding Singer is low-key a good acting performance by Sandler. That's a good movie. I think it had some critical love. It's been a Broadway play and all that. There's something there with Sandler. The weird 80s hairdo. It's, it's, it's got his like weird sense of humor mixed in with a plot that's actually believable and makes you want to sit and watch the entire movie from beginning to end. I think that's what the comedies that Sandler do. There's always a point in it where it gets a little too outrageous. Other than Happy Gilmore. I think Happy Gilmore's is his best comedic work. That's outrageous, but it's still funny enough to make you go the whole way. I think in movies like Grown Ups, there's like, oh, the basketball game, and then the, there's a bunch of scenes that are like, I don't, I didn't need to see David Spade fall asleep in a in a drunken state. Like, there's a bunch of scenes in Sandler movies that don't seem to be necessary. But I think a movie like The Wedding Singer is a grounded movie, and he proved he could be the lead in that type of movie. Second movie for me that proves that Sandler can act, and I just recently saw it, but it's second on the like the timeline of these movies, is Punch Drunk Love, a romantic comedy where Sandler has to play an angry dude with a lot of problems, Barry. His portrayal of this character is acting to me. It's subtle, it's not his type of humor, he's kind of depressing at times, it's not the most, it's not, Sandler loves to play these lovable goons who figure it out at the end, but even at the end of Punch Drunk Love, where he gets together with a girl, you kind of don't like Barry, and I think in a lot of other movies, you like Happy Gilmore at the end of the movie, you even like Mr. Deeds the entire movie, Adam Sandler is the master of playing the nice guy or sometimes the deadbeat guy who you who you like at the end. But with Punch Drunk Love, there's kind of this, do I even like Barry at the end of the movie? That I think is really great and interesting. And also, his scene where he shows up and he meets with Philip Seymour Hoffman's character is one of the best acting scenes I've seen from Sandler, I think it, it's a moment that proves he can really act. Even when it's against a guy like Philip Seymour Hoffman, Adam Sandler is not on that level. I'm not saying Adam Sandler is on that level. But he can play and he can act alongside those guys and match them at times. He matched Philip Seymour Hoffman in that scene. He matched every single... He matched a great actor like Luis Guzman in that movie. He was really good. Punch Drunk Love was worth the wait for me to see... Because it's see, you see another side of the Sandler madness that we've all grown accustomed to, and it's great. And we all know he usually plays angry guys, but this is an angry guy who's trying to fix his problem of his anger. Like, Happy Gilmore is not trying to be less angry. This guy is trying to be, you know, normal guy. He has seven sisters. It's a wonderful plot. It's an hour and a half movie. It's a great watch. I couldn't recommend it more. I think it's another movie that proves that Adam Sandler is a really good actor, even though we think of him as the silly, goofy guy. Third movie for me that proves that Adam Sandler is indeed a good actor 
is funny people. He goes toe-to-toe with Seth Rogen, who at the time, these two guys were the face of comedy. We could argue whether or not they are both the face of comedy now, but Sandler and Rogen in 2009-ish are comedies. They make box office juggernauts. Now both of them make Netflix movies and Showtime shows, and they're all over the place, so you don't really know if they have the same level of fame that they had then. But this was too giant. Seth Rogen's coming off of movies like Superbad and Pineapple Express and Sandler's coming off of Grown Ups that are box office smashes. I mean, these two were the types of comedy coming together with Judd Apatow as director. And I think they made one of Adam Sandler's best movies. He plays a comedian who has cancer. It sounds depressing, but his friendship with Seth Rogen's character is hilarious throughout the movie. Sandler's character in the movie makes these ridiculous movies made for kids, which is kind of identical to what Sandler was doing back then. I think it's it's kind of self-deprecating, which I think is why it works so well for Sandler and for other comedians. It's just a good movie. I mean, there's it's a good performance by Sandler. Him and Leslie Mann reunite after they were in Big Daddy. They have some of the best scenes together in Big Daddy. And they have some of the best scenes again in Funny People. They have amazing chemistry. The Judd Apatow-Adam Sandler combination for me needs to happen again. Because I love Judd Apatow movies. I love Superbad. And I love love Knocked Up. And I love all the movies that he directs from Trainwreck on. It's just He's just a phenomenal... Even This Is 40, I think that should have been like Sandler and said, Paul Rudd, I would watch that. I just think those two need to make more movies together because Sandler's performance in it is really, really good and also hysterically funny. The scene where he... where they go to Facebook convention and <laughs> they meet... Um, ju- they meet... they meet the founder of... what what's it called? MySpace. It's just so good. Sandler works in that movie because he's working on his comedic stuff, but there's some seriousness to it, which I think makes it a better movie. And what's curious to me about Sandler, I'm going to say this, I don't know if he knows when or not he's making a good or bad movie, but it kind of feels like he knows the silliness isn't going to get good reviews, and the seriousness sometimes is, sometimes isn't. Because when when he dips in toes into some serious subjects like... The Cancer, and, and Punch Drunk Love Romance, and then Wedding Singer Romance and Depression. He kind of gets good performances, but he, when he goes and does a silly thing, it doesn't get good reviews. I wonder if he cares at all about reviews. It's something I'm fascinated by. Does Adam Sandler care about reviews? But again, in this movie, him and Seth Rogen, his scene with Eric Bana, and they fight. It's such a good movie. I think it's one of Sandler's best movies. It wasn't a box office success. So I think that's maybe why Sandler doesn't make more movies like this. Is because Punch Rock Love, not a box office success. Wedding Singer was. Funny People wasn't. I think maybe back then, especially in 2009-ish, Adam Sandler was beholden to the box office. And movies like Big Daddy were making $200 million. So he said to himself, why would I stop making Big Daddy, Mr. Deeds, and all these silliness comedies... He would go on to make some weird movies. Some weird, weird movies. I mean, Sandler has some weird movies in his history. I said there were four movies that prove that Sandler's a good actor. Here's the fourth and final movie from me that proves 
to the world that Adam Sandler can act. Last year, he was in the Meyerowitz stories, Noah Baumbach, one of my favorite directors. He and Ben Stiller play brothers in this movie, and Adam Sandler plays a deadbeat loser. I think whenever Adam Sandler plays a deadbeat, he plays it so well. I mean, his character has no ambition in this movie whatsoever. He's jobless. He has a daughter. You feel bad for him. But you also see, like, the Sandler charm. He sings a song in the movie. His scenes with Dustin Hoffman are so good. Ben Stiller and him have a fight. It's the best scene in the movie. This film won, was went to Cannes Film Festival. This is a serious Adam Sandler movie with a hint of comedy that works so well. And, and I see movies like this, and I wish Sandler had more of this on his resume other than these four movies. I mean, there are other movies. Again, I love Happy Gilmore. It's probably my favorite Sandler movie, but it doesn't prove he's a good actor. I don't really consider Happy Gilmore to be an acting like session. But I think so. These four movies to me, Meyerowitz story is it's just it's sad. It's a sad movie, and Adam Sandler's movie, Adam Sandler's character is sad in it, but he plays it so well, and I think. It really does prove that Sandler can act. He can downright act with a guy like Ben Stiller. It's so weird to me because I think Ben Stiller has realized more so than Sandler has how to make his movies funny and good. I think Sandler is just the funny one who tries to do everything funny. Like Ben Stiller has movies like Tropic Thunder and even Meet the Parents that are funny but they're grounded in like these real stories. And even Tropic Thunder is satire. But it has a plot to it. And it's well executed. I feel like Sandler had like that, that western movie. That was like. What was the plot? It was just making fun of western movies. Like it, it was like meta weird. I don't. Again. This, this relationship between Sandler and Netflix. Have made one good movie. And that's the Meyerowitz story. So if you haven't seen that one. It's a phenomenal watch. I, I've, I've seen it twice now. I'm going to see it again. Stiller, Sandler, Emma Thompson's in it, Dustin Hoffman's in it. So good. It's Adam Sandler's best acting I've ever seen. And I want to see more of it. This past year, he had a Netflix special. I saw that. I thought it was good. I think it was vintage Adam Sandler. It was musical songs. We, we all know Adam Sandler is funny. But we all don't agree that he can act or whether he can't act. I'm in the category of he can act. I think every time he comes out with a movie that's good, they go, is Adam Sandler actually a good actor? I think he proved he was a good actor in the Wedding Singer days, in the Punch Drunk Love days, and in Funny People, and now Meyerowitz Story. I think he's proving he's going to be in a movie with the Safi Brothers directing. They, they did Good Times with Robert Pattinson. That's going to be an amazing movie to see whether or not... Adam Sandler can adapt. Can Ben Stiller, I mean, can Adam Sandler age? I think Adam Sandler should look at a guy like Bill Murray and age into those kind of movies. Bill Murray found a serious director in Wes Anderson who makes these weird movies that are kind of funny, and Bill Murray's in those. Adam Sandler needs to start doing that. I think he should go away from making these movies about video games and Hotel Transylvania. That, that was bad. The video game movie was bad. Pixels, that was a bad movie. The Hotel Transylvania movies, I like the first one. I don't like the other one. My Boy was bad. 
there's been a, a bunch of bad ones. It seems like when Adam Sandler produces the project with his Happy Madison production, it's the movie's going to be more on the silly side. He needs. I also think he needs to stop working with his friends. It's a weird thing to say, but the David Spades and the Rob Schneiders of the world, and even the Chris Rocks, although Chris Rock made a movie that had Sandler in at top five that was really good. I think he needs to stop working with those people, the Kevin Jameses of the world. They just get together and it seems like they party and they make a weird, funny movie that's not good. And I think Adam Sandler has this chance to have a decent career, get nominated for like Golden Globes. Punch Truck Love, Adam Sandler was nominated for a Golden Globe. He should have been nominated for Meyerwitz Stories, probably for Funny People too, and probably for The Wedding Singer. But his his aura around him is stopping him from getting nominated for these awards in his, like, entire movie history. I think the 90s and the early 2000s, making those silly movies were good. Again, I liked... I liked Happy Gilmore. I liked Billy Madison. I even liked The Water Boy to a lesser extent. Again, we all liked Big Daddy. We all did, we didn't all like Little Nicky. That was just plain weird. I think we all liked... Fifty first dates, clearly box office, but then in the two thousand five ish, I think after that it started to get a little weird with those kind of movies. I think Chuck and Larry was like the last funny movie with Sandler that I actually enjoyed. Well, I was like, okay, I can watch this again because I found it funny. I didn't. I Grown Ups. We could have this debate. I can watch Grown Ups again. But I didn't enjoy the movie overall. It, it's pretty basic and it's pretty boring at times. And it's got some weird jokes. It's not my type of humor. I think the, the 90s Sandler is my type of humor. But he can't do that anymore because he's, what, 52 years old? I think he needs to adapt to the times and make some more movies with a serious tone. And he, he's so good at playing angry and I think he's so good at playing a deadbeat. That that's probably the way to go moving forward. I think Adam Sandler is an hilarious person. He should still do comedy, but he should mix in the movies with plots. Again, I think he's stuck in his own success because he's had a lot of it. And it's tough to say. Adam Sandler, I looked this up. Adam Sandler movies have grossed $2 billion. So who am I to go up to Adam Sandler and say, start making more serious movies because I enjoy you in them? He obviously doesn't care about my opinion. He cares about the millions and millions and millions of people who are watching this stuff on Netflix. Who are watching his weird western movie on Netflix. Who is watching his weird movies on Netflix, period. It, it's my thing that Netflix is going to keep making these weird, silly Adam Sandler movies that get destroyed by critics and don't get good Rotten Tomato scores. And it seems to me, based on his stand-up special that was called Adam Sandler 100%, he doesn't care about the critical acclaim or anything. He cares about being known as the king of comedy. And I can't... He's definitely box office success and Netflix viewers... Are way up for him. I think the Adam Sandler story overall is going to be that of massive success. This guy comes from New Hampshire and becomes the most famous comedian of my time. It's not close, people. Will Ferrell had a little bit of a run here, but I think Adam Sandler can get more people to see his movie 
than Will Ferrell. I think if, if Adam Sandler did a Holmes and Watson movie, I think more people would see it than the people who saw the Holmes and Watson movie with Will Ferrell. I think Adam Sandler is, to me, one of the five funniest people I've ever seen. I think he, he's... He fits in my generation. I don't know. I've never had a time in my life where I didn't watch Adam Sandler movies and laugh and laugh and laugh. But I do like the more serious movies. I, The four movies I talked about, again, Wedding Singer, Punch Run Glove, Funny People, and The Meyerwood Story show another dimension to a guy who I think is funny and talented. But I don't think he gets enough credit for being a good actor. But again, does he even want to be known as a good actor? Because the guy who makes Mr. Deeds doesn't seem to care. I've heard Adam Sandler talk about how he works, works, works. Maybe he rushes into the next movie so fast that there's never enough time to really develop and evolve a plot. I mean, that could be an issue for a guy like Sandler. But there's no comedian like him who have made so many movies in a row like this. I mean, Eddie Murphy went on a roll, but when Eddie Murphy started to do what Adam Sandler did, people didn't go see Pluto Nash and all those weird movies. People are still watching bad Sandler movies. I, I do think m most of the recent stuff is bad. I think, again, after Chuck and Larry, it start, starts being bad. I really like his version of The Longest Yard. I think that's an underrated Sandler movie. I think I think it's a pretty good football movie also. I think Adam Sandler needs to, like, be a supporting character is another thing that I think would really help his career out is take some supporting roles in other people's movie because he's being in the production of it. He's he's been he's always been the lead in these silly, weird movies. In the Meyerwood stories, he's the co-lead with Ben Stiller. I think that's something he needs to explore more. In Punch Drunk Love, he's the lead. Which, again, he could be the lead in a serious movie. Because that movie is excellent. Paul Thomas Anderson and him need to make another movie together. Because I would watch that. Whether or not Adam Sandler takes my advice or not and starts doing serious movies, he gets the last laugh. He is worth so much money. $300 million or whatever. He has become a movie star. A star comedian. He's doing stand-up again. I absolutely Love Adam Sandler. I just want to see a different side of him again. One, I am one of the biggest Sandler fans around. I've seen basically every movie he's ever been in, even the bad ones. And I would continue to watch them because there are moments where the Adam Sandler charm comes on and it turns into real hilarity. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pop Culture Spotlight, where I put the spotlight on Adam Sandler. Next week, I'm putting the spotlight on the Netflix movie Velvet Buzzsaw. There will be a new episode of the Pop Culture Spotlight with myself, Cameron McKinney, every Friday on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening.